Hello, beautiful. Welcome back to another podcast episode. I thank you for being here and I thank you for sharing your light with others. And I thank you for listening to my words of encouragement. And I hope to continue to spread those words for you and help you learn. And I hope I can hold more space for you. And I hope that you can do that for others as well because my words is just a stepping stone into you stepping into your own light. And I hope that you can acknowledge that when you hear my words. I hope that that seed starts blooming inside your heart into thinking, oh my God, I can change the world. Because you can. Think about this. If you can smile at a stranger and then that stranger has a significant other, then they give that significant other a plant or some flowers. Then they smile at their grandmother and then their grandmother compliments somebody when she goes to pick up an order of food. You know, a continual cycle of love. I call it the tsunami of love. So please, as you heal, you are healing others. So I thank you for healing. This podcast episode is going to be about feeling lonely and what to do when you're feeling those overwhelming sensations of that. Somebody had reached out and like wanted to hear an episode on this. And I love when you guys reach out and are like, hey, can you do an episode on this? Because it helps me brainstorm more. So what I do when I feel really, really lonely is first identify why I'm feeling that way. So sometimes it's because I've attached myself to somebody and I'm going to have a moment to myself. So an example of this is over the whole fiasco for the past three years, a lot of us have been inside, have been isolating um, due to what had happened within the past three years. And so we learn to be alone with ourselves a lot. And I didn't think I needed anybody until I went back to school finally this past fall. And I got attached to this friend group. And one weekend, I could not hang out with them. And I remember crying over that. I was like, no, no, no. Like, I can't go a day without seeing them. I have to be around this friend group. Like, I'm getting all my energy from that. And that is where I identified an issue. I decided to teach you too, by the way. I was like, oh my God, I'm attached. And what first got me into spiritual reawakening, because we're inherently a spiritual being, but when you get these remembrance of these like connections with the universe and how you are the universe, that's a reawakening. And the first rule for Buddhism is detachment. And that came back to me. I was like, oh my God, I'm attached. Okay, well, I need to learn how to detach from the situation. So I scoped it out and I realized I wasn't giving myself enough attention. I wasn't being mindful at this time. Like I was rushing in the mornings. I wasn't being, uh, I wasn't paying enough attention to myself. That's what the issue was. And so when you feel lonely and you really, really are scared to be alone, sometimes you have to force yourself to be your own best friend in that moment. Because when you're lonely and you reach out to somebody, you're only hanging out with them because you're lonely, you know? The best company is when you're hanging out with that person that already has their best company and interest. Because, especially me, I do not like being suffocated by somebody's presence where they only rely on me for happiness. To me, I cannot do codependency. It drives me crazy because I used to be, it's an internal reflection. I used to be so codependent on my friends. And whenever they couldn't hang out, I would get upset at them. I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to hang out with somebody else. Or, like, whatever. I would just be mean about it. 
because I was so lonely and I never gave myself attention way back when. So A, give yourself more attention. So especially when you don't want to be lonely, you need to be lonely. You need to feel those feelings and you need to identify why you're feeling that way. And a lot of the time, it's because you're attached. And there's nothing wrong with loving your friends. But love and attachment are two different things. Oh my god, I think that's what the name of this podcast episode is going to be. Love and attachment are two very different things. Attachment is you feeding your energy based off another individual. And love is when you love yourself so much that you're like, oh my God, I can love another person. I can, I acknowledge myself so deeply that I can now acknowledge another human being. So that's the beauty of that. But when it comes to finding a sense of belonging, that can also be super, super frustrating because there's nothing more than human beings wanting to belong somewhere and I heard somebody talk about this on TikTok we all want to belong somewhere I get so I don't know how to put this I honestly don't know how to put these into words um I find myself yearning to belong in a sisterhood or a tribe of people or somewhere there's just like such a tight-knit community of love and abundance and wisdom I find that so beautiful and it's something that I've always craved ever since I was a little girl just wanting to belong in a group of people so friend groups have always been my thing I love people um but especially tribes of wisdom like old grandmothers who would like sit and they would sew and you could just listen to their wisdom and a beautiful there's different kinds of tribes from around the world, so I can't just say one, like where a gra- old grandmother would be. But I think old old people also hold a lot of wisdom because they've lived a whole life. It doesn't mean you have to get their whole wisdom based off of that. I think a lot of young people can also have that um, because there's so many old souls. But when finding a sense of belonging, you have to just understand that when it's your time, you're going to find those people. But you have to have a, and that, you have to have a sense of belonging within yourself. You feeling an absence of belonging is because you're looking outside of you. I remember the first time ever hearing you need to look within, and it was either in an Eckhart Tolle book or in a Ram Dass text, and I was so frustrated. And if you don't know those two people, Eckhart Tolle, the most popular book by him, and so many people read it that are getting back into spiritual, like, spiritual reawakening spirituality it's called the power of now a guide to a spiritual enlightenment and it's by Eckhart Tolle some people call him Eckhart Tolle I don't know how to say his name right if that's right or wrong but he also has um a new earth awakening to your life's purpose beautiful text and then the other ones um be here now by Ram Dass again my favorite two spiritual Uh, people that have guidance they just they resonate really really deeply with me but anyhow one of them said look within and I was so frustrated this was like two years ago and I was like what even the heck does that mean so one day I was laying outside and um I had heard a week before that like you are not an individual experience in the universe, but yet the universe experiencing individuality. And so I was laying in the grass with my dog, looking up at the sky, hearing the birds, 
my feet were in the grass, my hands were also playing in the grass, and I saw a bunny, and I saw the grass, and I saw a tree, I saw the beautiful sky, and I felt my body, and I was like, oh my god, I am the universe. And to some that are listening to this, it might sound crazy, but there's these feelings of connectedness that you can't explain. You understand that a leaf is everything but a leaf. A leaf is made up of all these little compounds that make up a leaf. Same within a bunny. So me, the bunny, the leaf, the grass, the tree, we all are made up of some of the similar compounds. Therefore, I am it and it is me. Get it? I am the universe experiencing individuality as are you. And we are such powerful beings. So that sense of belonging, I need to slow down and realize the whole sense of belonging can be found within. And might not make sense now, but one day it will. And you'll think back and something will be sparked and be like, oh my God, Hallie mentioned that on that podcast. And I get it now. And you do, you'll do a little happy dance and be like, oh my God, I feel it. And it's something beautiful to witness that, to witness how beautiful and sacred human beings are, how we have cute little ears and noses and colorful eyes and awesome eyelashes that keep off the dirt from our eyeballs. And we have cute little eyebrows that are shaped in different ways. We have a different skin color and we have different cultures and different areas of the world that do different things. And we're so powerful, inherently sacred again. That just, when you can slow down, you can always find a sense of belonging anywhere. Go hug a tree today. Go sit by some roots. There's nothing more powerful than acknowledging the canopy of a tree, the main part of the tree, and then acknowledging the roots and seeing how it's all connected. That is also so beautiful. I really fell in love with nature this year, like a little kid. I got up in the mornings and my family wasn't really open to the whole like hugging tree things they would like laugh at me and call me hippie but I'm like I could feel the tree I can feel the energy of the tree and there's there is it's a scientific proof that there's a electromagnetic frequency that when you walk barefoot when you hug a tree it expands your auric field scientifically proven so if you're a science fanatic I can back you up on that you can look it up and I would get up in the mornings, barefoot, or right after my shower, I would get up, go barefoot, go hug a tree, and I would put my forehead up against the tree, and I'm like, thank you. I'm you and you are me. Thank you for giving me the oxygen, and I am so grateful to be giving the CO2 to you for you to be feeding me. It's a continual loop. Do you see how powerful trees are for us? I love the Lorax. It's probably one of my favorite movies, and we need the earth. And especially with this whole climate crisis, it's insane. Um, But my friend did make a comment. We do need to all take our own part. But when you get in tune with the old spirit of Gaia, Pachamama, Mother Earth, whatever background you have with the entity and the beauty of the Earth, you'll realize that she's claiming back her power. And that took me by surprise when my friend said that. Gaia is taking back her power. Do you see the storms? They're getting worse every single year. But that has to happen because she knows that she needs to make new room for all these new animals and she needs to make room for all this new life. There has to be a continual cycle of life in this this universe. Um, 
I, I would have a few things to share, but I don't want I don't want to fear monger at all. And it doesn't need to be fear mongered. I don't know how to approach it without fear mongering because I'm not scared. Um, but some things have to be shaken up on this planet for new things to come up. Same thing when it comes to, let's say you want some menu. Let's say you want a new piece of clothing. If your closet's full, there's no room for a new piece of clothing. So if you're trying to manifest, it's not going to come in. You're not going to find that. You're not going to be able to manifest it because it's packed. And right now, the earth is trying to claim back her power. So just know that you need to do your diligence. Please don't buy as much like things that need to be recycled. Try not to use plastic. Try to use glass and try to be more mindful of composting and consciously recycling and just being acknowledging the planet and what is hurting her. Um, but just know that with everything going on and the climate crisis getting worse, that's also part of Gaia climbing back her power. She is revolting and she's at war with the people that are consciously making, and all of it's over money and it's ridiculous. So also know that money cannot hold power over you at all. This time last year, I was so concerned with money, and then I had an awesome being come in in July, and he made a comment about how you don't really need money, and that, I was really upset. I was like, no, 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 no. I need money. I need money, um, and he's like, no, you don't, and he explained all these reasons, and ever since then, I know that I'm always consciously taken care of by the universe. I do my part. I do what I love, and I get money in return because I'm doing things out of abundance. The biggest abundance frequency is love. And if me by doing my podcast is working out of love, then I'm going to be supported. If me helping others is working out of love, I'm going to be supported, you know? Find a fun job. If you don't, if you don't want to work a desk job, please do not. If you don't want to work a nine to five, you can find another way of making good money. But if you're working out of pain and hatred, that's no way to live. That's not living, that's surviving. And we're not meant to just survive. We're meant to live and thrive and acknowledge each other and talk to the plants and grow and have a community and laugh and giggle and hug and make love and eat good foods, you know? We're not meant to be all in this pain body type situation. We're meant to consciously be alive and alert and live within the beauty and the beautiful frequency of love on this planet. So that's the end. But I love you so much, and thank you for being you, and thank you for reaching out. If you have, um, if you want to reach out, go ahead. My Instagram is hallyloves.you, or my business account is oneconscious.love. And follow this podcast, download some episodes. Maybe you have a flight or a drive coming up soon. Binge listen, tell me how you feel, tell me what you think about it, what you want to hear, what questions you have for me. I'm open to all of it, so I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.